0: Welcome to Money Matters, the podcast that focuses on how to use the money you have, make the money you need, and save the money you want. Now, here is your host, Ms. Kim Chapman.
1: Welcome to another edition of Money Matters. I am your host, Kim Chapman. You know, the average American dines out about 5.9 times per week. And according to BLS data, the average household spends about $3,500 eating out every year, or just shy of $300 a month. Now, as a financial counselor that looks at budgets all the time, I can tell you here in Louisiana, that number is a lot higher. But is there a more affordable way to enjoy restaurant-quality meals at home without breaking the bank? Well, today we will discuss how you can learn to make delicious meals just like a chef and do it without all the expense. So joining me today is Chef Dave Tyner with the Louisiana Culinary Institute. Welcome, Dave. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. I think this is going to be a fan favorite because who doesn't love food here in Louisiana? Who doesn't love food, period? But really to learn about our rich culture and some of the advantages of learning about cooking. So give us a little information about your role at Louisiana, Louisiana well, Culinary Institute. Right.
0: So I am the director of the culinary institute. I oversee the program and the instructors and kind of help them in guiding the students in their education. So that's my role. I am an instructor. So right now I am doing one of my favorite classes which is charcuterie, making sausages and those types of items. So and we are at the at the school we're focused on nothing but culinary and education is our main thing but we do have a couple of little side items that we that we do to to help other people and to help our assist our students as well.
1: And so of course you're right here on Airline Highway kind of tucked off to the side. How long has the Louisiana Culinary Institute been here?
0: We were founded in 2003. We started in a building off of Essen Lane. Uh, and then 2009, we moved where we currently are. So we are celebrating our 20th year here in Baton Rouge. That's awesome.
1: So you were given a little information about some of the services you offer. So definitely, of course, you know, there is the educational side in terms of students being able to, you know, get certifications and whatnot. What other services does LCI offer?
0: Well, we, uh, for the public, we do leisure classes that will range from uh, bacon and pastry to savory type cooking. For those that, that Uh, Maybe they love to cook, but they want to expand their knowledge and maybe improve their skills. We also have a catering company, which is Bacon and Fig Catering, which uh, I'm proud to say we uh, were just uh, named the official caterer of LSU Athletics. Oh, wow. So we handle all the sports teams. Uh, And then we also have BRQ Restaurant, which is we're all under the same umbrella.
1: Cool. I did not know that. I'm very familiar with BRQ. So, of course, you know, the holidays are right around the corner. And for Louisiana, definitely, that means, you know, food all day mm-hmm. long. We have football season kicking off. There's tailgating. Then there's going to be holiday parties. And just being busy, it just seems like we're going to have opportunities to eat out a lot. And so I wanted to have you come in and talk about, you know, how can we stay at home, cook some of these meals, you know, maybe have a party at the house, throw a party at the office, but basically save some money by doing it ourselves. And some of the other advantages, of course, that come with learning how to cook at home. So I wanted to ask you about the classes. Are they based on your experience? Because, of course, you know, you have people that can't boil water right all the way up to you know charcuterie boards you know they have that skill so when we're talking about those leisure classes are there classes specified for beginners intermediate, advanced, no. or is it, you know, everybody come together and we're going to work with you, whatever your skill set is.
0: That's it. Our leisure classes are set in a very relaxed setting. I mean, we're in a kitchen. You are using knives. You are around fire. So we say, you know, <laughs> if you get cut, it's your cut. So, uh, but no, no skills are, are uh, required. We'll walk you through it. And when you leave there, you're taken home. Uh, each dish that we prepare is enough to feed a family of four. And it's usually anywhere between three and four dishes that you're walking.
1: So what should I expect when y'all I walk in the door and, you know, I don't know how to do anything. Yes, of course I do, but I'm just going to pretend for this show. What should I expect from start to finish?
0: Well, as soon as you walk in the door, you get greeted and you sign a waiver of liability and we give you your apron and your towel and your uh, recipe booklets. We go to the kitchen and the way I like to do my leisure classes is I demo everything that you're gonna make. And so you get to see me do it. you get to you get to see the processes. I explain what I'm doing. Uh, and so you get to ask questions about it, and then I send you to your station, and then you prepare the same dish. And myself and two uh, assistants, which are students, are walking around and we're making sure that you're doing everything right. And if you mess it up, we're going to get you some more stuff and make sure that when you leave there, you're leaving there with the four meals that you're supposed to be making.
1: And so you provide all the materials. If I'm coming for a class, I don't need to bring my own salt, my own, you know, bowls, utensils, everything is right there.
0: We have it all. Only thing I, you know, suggest uh, for, especially for like the pie classes and all, if you have a container that you want to To carry your stuff in, you're more than welcome to bring it, but we're going to have stuff for you.
1: Who should be? Who should want to take a you know a leisure class, a culinary class? Oh, everybody, everybody. So now, (laughs) are there any age restrictions? uh,
0: Well, there are some. Uh, I've had students that were the young, uh, as young as twelve. Uh, as long as there's a parent with them i'm fine with that uh, you can't just drop them off and leave we do have we do have services coming up uh, because it's holiday season uh, that we do for for kids but uh but if you have a, a young child uh, or actually a young teenager that's interested in cooking and you're able to to attend the class with them just for safety reasons i'm perfectly fine with that
1: No, I have to ask. Of course, I'm going to be in the class. You're going to be looking over my shoulder saying, no, 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 stir it this way. Add a little more pinch of this. But then when I get home next week and I try this recipe by myself and it looks absolutely nothing like what we
0: did in (laughs) class. Is is there a do-over? Is there kind of like a rain check? There's no (laughs) do-overs, but you have my information. You can call me. And I've had people email me and call me and say, look, I'm having this trouble. Can you help me? And I'll walk them through it. (laughs) <laughs> so, and I actually had a uh, I actually had a student uh, participant uh, that took my pie class last year, and we did a sweet potato boudin pie. Showed them how to make the boudin, showed them how to do everything from scratch, baking the sweet potatoes, everything. And she contacted me, asked my permission if she could enter it into a pie uh, competition. I said, "You have the recipe. Best of luck." And so she was she was asking me questions, you know, what about this? How do I do this? And I'm walking her through it. So I hope she takes uh, the blue ribbon in this.
1: Wow, that sounds pretty cool. So how often are the classes offered? And, of course, you just kind of. Gave us a taste of a Sweet potato boudin. That's definitely original. Yeah. What other types of classes do you offer in terms of the leisure classes?
0: We do classes that are savory. So we have one instructor, Colt Potan. He likes to do the Cajun style classes. So he'll do Cajun 101, 102. He does, he loves sushi. So he'll do a sushi class where you're rolling out the sushi, doing all different types. He does steak night. So you're grilling steak and you're making all the sides that go along with it. I am, I like, Thai is one of my, my favorite classes to teach, and it's a popular one. And I love comfort foods. Uh, my pie class that I have coming up, uh, I just posted it last week, and it filled up in a week. So I saw that online. Well, um, they're posting it today. The week before, on the 11th, I'm doing the same pie class. So it's a... You're getting close to Thanksgiving, so everybody wants to get in on that on that. So Is that
1: sweet potato boudin pie going that to be? That one's not on there, but we are
0: doing uh bourbon chocolate pecan pie, coconut cream pie, and we are doing sweet potato pie.
1: So what if I want to learn to cook something specific? Do you do private lessons? Can I get a group of my friends? Because maybe we want to host a party, but we want to just do our d'oeuvres? Can I get you to just sure. work with us? Absolutely. How does that work?
0: We need eight people to run a class. So if you contact us, say, you know what? This is the theme that I'm looking for. I have eight or more people that want to do it. Can you create a menu? And I can we can create a menu for you and price it out and go from there.
1: And of course I'm sure, you know, everybody's familiar with the cooking channel. I've watched it myself. Talk a little bit about what are some of the benefits of actually coming to a live class and doing a leisure class versus watching, you know, Rachel Ray do a meal in 30 minutes.
0: Well, you get your hands on it. So, you you see what happens when you mess it up. You're able to get that immediate feedback from the instructor and the students that are helping me. You get to see it. You get to uh, Seeing is one thing. Seeing and smelling is something else because there's a lot of aroma that goes into cooking that uh, you hear a lot of chefs say, I wish there was smell-o-vision. Well, you're able to smell it. You're able to see it. You're able to taste it. Get your hands on it. You can't do that when you're just watching TV.
1: Is there anybody that you would recommend not take the class? You know, we kind of talked about the age restrictions and whatnot, but is there any person that you would say, you know, a leisure class is just really not for you?
0: People who just really don't like to cook. There's a lot of people that love to eat, but they don't like to cook. And, and we've had some people that tried leisure class and they just didn't like it, And which is perfectly fine. Uh, eating is fun. Cooking is work.
1: I guess I have to ask, do you think everybody is teachable in terms of cooking, or is it just is it either you have it in you or you don't?
0: I think everybody is teachable to, at, to some point. Uh, but then whether you want to learn, that's a different <laughs> story.
1: So speaking, you know, kind of transitioning into learning. So, of course, Louisiana Culinary Institute doesn't just offer leisure classes. It's actually, you know, a facility where Mm -hmm. you train chefs, you train cooks. So let's talk a little bit about that. What type of degrees or certifications? What can I get out of coming to uh, LCI?
0: We have three degrees that we offer. We have a a degree in culinary arts with a concentration on savory. We have the same degree with a concentration on pastry. And then we have a hospitality culinary management degree.
1: And what's the difference between the three?
0: Okay, so... The first, the way the school is set up, the first two semesters, the students take the same classes uh, for all three, all three degrees. So you're dealing with uh, you're dealing with stocks and sauces, you're dealing with sanitation, meats, uh, and you're getting involved with vegetables and all. Once you get into your third semester, that's when the culinary side, the savory side of it, starts focusing on charcuterie, international cuisine, American regional, uh, molecular gastronomy, advanced international. The pastry side will start working on uh, dessert production. They'll also do uh, cakes, custom cakes, then entremets, which are very small desserts, Uh, and then a class called advanced boulangerie. And that's where they're doing like breakfast type pastries, croissants and all that. And then your HCM in their fourth semester They will focus on the business side of the industry. So they're taking hospitality accounting, they're taking menu marketing and uh, restaurant marketing. They're also doing, uh, they have a project that they have to do for small business development where they present their project as if they're going to a bank to ask for a loan.
1: So I have to ask are there any famous chefs that, you know, names that Anybody would know that it's actually come out of the Louisiana Culinary Institute?
0: Um, I guess the ones that people would know the most around here would be uh, Sam and Cody Carroll, who okay. own Hot Tails. Okay. And so they actually, uh, they they were the first class to graduate uh, in the in our new building. And uh, they met at the culinary school. They were married afterwards. They opened up Hot Tails and New Roads. Then they opened up uh, their restaurant in New Orleans. It went all around the world cooking for dignitaries around the world. And they just opened their third Hot Tails in in Zachary.
1: And so, of course, Louisiana Culinary Institute, when you think of cooking, even when you think of Louisiana, most people are very familiar with New Orleans. It's either for Mardi Gras or for food. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, here we are in Baton Rouge. Are there other just culinary institutes in Louisiana?
0: There are just culinary? No, we are the only culinary institute. That focuses just on culinary.
1: Are your students primarily from the Louisiana area? Or do you get students international students, or from all over the world?
0: We get students from uh, from local local here, but we also get students from all over the country as well. We just started a new class uh, just uh, about a week ago, and we have students from Oklahoma, some from California, some from up north uh, around Indiana. So we have we have students from all over.
1: How does the Louisiana Culinary Institute rank among other culinary institutes?
0: Personally, I think we're number one. Of
1: course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was a publication that came out, and we were ranked in uh one was we're number one, one we were number two. So I think as far as we're ranked, we are, we are in the top tier uh just because of the way we're we're set up. We're set up like a, a family. We're focused on education. All we do is culinary. All of our instructors are either ACF certified or working on their ACF certification. That's a requirement that we have. Uh, and what that does is they have to take practical exams to prove their skill. They also have to do continuing education, stay on top of the techniques and the, the trends that are going on so that we're able to give you not only the foundational cooking that you need, But everything that's popular that when you get out of school, you're ready.
1: And in terms of when they're taking classes in schools, do they have to have an opportunity maybe to specialize in Italian food, French food, you know, maybe even Cajun food? Or do they get an
0: opportunity to learn everything? They'll learn it all. They will learn it all. They will learn it all. We we have international cuisine, which will start in Mexico and will go all the way around the world and will end over in Russia. And then we have American Regional where we start in the Northeast and we end in Hawaii. And then we have Cajun Creole just by itself since we're in South Louisiana. That's three weeks of just Cajun Creole cuisine.
1: You know, and I'm just thinking when I asked you earlier, you know, for the leisure class, you get home and, you know, you think you have it. And and maybe when you start cooking, not so much. What about with the students? I imagine, you know, of course, you could obviously flunk the the written form, test things of that. But how bad, you know, what would have make a student not pass culinary school in terms of their cooking skills?
0: You know, and not passing the class in terms of cooking skills is not, not following instructions, not reading the recipe, not doing their, their due diligence of being prepared. Uh, but, you know, most of the students that fell out of the culinary school, it has nothing to do with cooking. It's about attendance. So ah. you've got to show up.
1: Got to show up. So in terms of those leisure classes, what's the very basic thing or even just for a cook period, what is like maybe the top three or five things that every cook needs to know?
0: Uh, Good knife skills. Okay. Good sanitation skills. Good organization skills. That's the three main things right there. And then after that, uh, just develop a good palate. Because there's a lot of things that go together that people really don't think of it uh, as being complementary to each other. And then there's some things that just don't really work, That like ginger and lemongrass. Both of them are great, but together, maybe not so great. Fish sauce. People are scared of fish sauce because they smell it and it's terrible. But when you eat <laughs> something with fish sauce and you go, oh my God, this is amazing. Uh, because fish sauce is the salt uh, for Thailand, just like soy sauce is the salt for, for China.
1: Yeah, you know, again, we're a rich culture, and it comes to eating and cooking, and so of course there are lots of people that really know how to cook. So somebody's looking and saying, "Hey, I, you know, I can cook. Give me a recipe, and I can do it." How do you, how, what is the transition? How do you know when you come to culinary school, what are you going to learn? If I think I can cook at home already, you know, I can bake at least Jiffy cornbread mm-hmm. at this point. What am I going to learn at culinary school, basically, that I don't already know just from playing around in the kitchen?
0: Well, one thing we tell all the students, everything that you have learned up until this point, forget about it. <laughs> because we're going to make sure that you learn it the right way. And... uh uh, I really like students coming in that have no experience at all because they're they're like a blank canvas. Now, now you can build upon it and and just really paint the picture. But we're going to teach you the foundations, uh, not only how to do it, but we're going to tell you why you're doing it this way because there's a lot of science behind behind cooking, and uh, so we're going to teach you the hows and the whys. Uh, and we're going to test you on that, not only in uh, written form, but also in you get your hands on it and show us. And then your every class builds on each other class. So and I I tell students when I go into a class, all right, I'm telling you right now, I'm going all the way back to sanitation. So get ready for me to ask you questions and uh, just to make sure that they're they're remembering it because it's the things that they're going to need when they get in the industry.
1: and. Like I said, so many people just know how to cook. Are there certain characteristics that distinguish a really good cook from a chef?
0: Not really. I mean, a chef is somebody who is organized, who is over the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That is that is the chef. The chef has to have great organizational skills because they may not be doing uh, working in one position, but they may they're overseeing all positions. A cook is somebody who is working in a on a position, whether it's a whether it's saute or it's fry. I mean, at the end of the day, a chef is just a cook. It's just we're just have a lot of paperwork to do as well.
1: So, you know, as an instructor, how can you pick out that diamond in a rough? How can you find those emerald legances and Paul Prude homes? You know, how how do you turn someone that's a student into a chef that's world known. How do you how do you go from that
0: level? Well, I think the first thing you need is a good PR and marketing team to to make that happen. But we do have students that come in and and they just shine. Uh, they, I hate to use the term, but it, it, it's appropriate here. They're just naturals. They have the skill set as far as knife skills go. They have a great palette to build, to really work with so they can build flavors and all of that. They have that eagerness uh, to learn and that desire just to push forward.
1: And LCA, of course, has even more services. So can you talk a little bit about that? I was surprised to know, you know, cookies seem to be a growing trend. I mean, you've got Crumble. You've got all these places now. Everywhere you look at cookies, and I see that you even bake cookies. So can you talk a little bit about the cookie service, catering, and whatnot?
0: We do do cookies that... We do for, well, right now they're making cookies for the uh, LSU tailgating uh, groups for tomorrow. Some uh, some for businesses, some for individuals. We do wedding cookies. We have a uh, food printer. So we'll be able to print on not only royal icing, but fondant. Uh, we do most of the, the cookies that we do are sugar cookies that uh, we'll put a, uh, a fondant disc on it. But we can do brown butter chocolate chip cookies, brown butter rice crispy treats, we also do cakes as far as wedding cakes that can be done. They just have to be, uh, you sit down with our pastry chef and her team uh, to see if it can be done and if it's available. We also do events for kids. We have our I forget what it's called, Holiday Workshop coming up in uh, December, where we're going to bring the kids in. Start them early. That's right. We get them. So uh, the small groups, they're going to be decorating Christmas cookies and doing uh, the treats for Santa and all of that. A medium-range group is going to be decorating cupcakes, baking cupcakes and decorating them. And then the older kids will be making a full Christmas meal. And so all of that's going to be on a Saturday.
1: Wow. Do you do any food competitions, anything like CHOP, like we see on TV?
0: We have in-house competitions. So we just finished one, which is the Home Plate Classic, where uh, students that want to be involved in it, they uh, they sign up. We pick the teams. We pick the rules and the ingredients and the time frame. And the winner of the competition, overall winner, they get to sign a plate uh, that goes into a cabinet. Uh, And that's why we call it the Home Plate Classic. Now, we do... Uh, encourage competitions so students can challenge other students, and those are always fun. So we just did one a couple of weeks ago, and uh, the the item that they had to make was stromboli, which was funny because neither one of them knew what a stromboli was.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I see a lot of terms sometimes on these cooking shows that I have never heard of before.
0: Right. So it was good. Uh, they enjoyed it. I had to explain, you know, what a stromboli was. And, and they made it through. And uh, they had a lot of fun. And we had a lot of fun doing it.
1: In terms of the leisure classes and I'm going back and forth, is there any time of the year where you see that the classes, kind of like the pie classes, fill up, you know, more so than others? Is there a popular time of the year when people like to take these classes?
0: In the spring, when there's not a lot going on, early spring, in the fall, right after school starts, uh, especially getting close to the holidays. That's when uh, that's when people start picking up. And usually right after the first of the year, we'll have uh, we'll have kind of an influx. But there's no summertime is hard because lots of activities going outside. Of course, this summer, it's been a little bit easier because who wants to be out in 100 degree weather? But we do have we try to schedule them around our schedule Like uh, the leisure classes that we have going on right now are kind of around the LSU schedule because we do so much catering with LSU that if, uh, if we're needed, we need to go over there and do that. And so we just do it in between when there's away games.
1: So see, there you have it. The holidays are coming and you're thinking about all the money you have to spend if you have to go out and buy meals where you go right there to Louisiana Culinary Institute, learn how to cook, pick up some good tips. Knife skills. You know, I don't know one knife for another. I just need one that can cut. And so, you know, it sounds like a great program. Anything else you need us to know about LCI before you give information as to how our listeners can reach you?
0: Well, with the leisure classes, I'll tell you that we use ingredients that you can find at any store. So, uh, cost is always in the forefront. So, we try to make it affordable so that you can go and you can buy these ingredients uh, the amount that you need. Uh, to make these dishes. Um, Also with uh, Louisiana Culinary Institute, I mean, catering, contact us. uh, And we also do team buildings for companies uh, that we can make it competition style or we can just make it, you know, have fun style.
1: All right. Team building sounds like a really good idea.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. And so give us maybe the website, phone number, information so that they can reach out to LCI if they're interested.
0: Okay. It's dot. EDU. Phone number is 769-8820. And if you're interested, you can contact Charlie Ruffalo, who does our, uh, he does a lot of our bookings. Uh, But if he's not available, there's somebody there that can take your call.
1: Well, I tell you, you know, we're going to get some cameras in here real soon and we may have to bring a little hot plate in here and do a demonstration so that we can show this on uh youtube but until then thank you chef Jave. this has been really really good information it's
0: been my pleasure
1: Learning to cook or improving your culinary skills can lead to savings by reducing reliance on takeout and ready-made meals. Skills acquired can also be a foundation for entrepreneurial endeavors like catering or food blocking. Here are a few tips every cook should live by. Read recipes in full before you're starting. You need to understand the steps and the time involved to make good use of your time. Understand heat management. Using the wrong temperature setting? is an easy way to run what could be a really great recipe. Learn to season. You want to understand the roles of acids like lemon juice, vinegar, and other flavor enhancers, and then use the right tools. Having the right utensils makes cooking easier and a whole lot safer. And for more information, check out neighborsfcu.org forward slash financial education to learn more on how to use the money you have, make the money you need, and save the money you want.